How is your prayer life? I mean, not the prayer life that you want everybody to think you have, but truthfully, how is your prayer life? Do you actually pray as often as you say that you pray? Does God recognize your voice? Do you even understand what prayer truly is? Welcome to Learn to Pray, where our hope is that you develop a better understanding of what prayer is, why we should pray, when we should pray, where we can pray, and how to pray. Oftentimes we say, I don't know if God hears me. I don't know if I'm saying the right words. Does this prayer thing really work? What is prayer? Prayer is not playing magical games. It's not spinning prayer wheels. It's not reading off a list. It's not asking or asking for things to be done. Prayer is a priceless, precious, and personal gift. Sadly, many of us rarely enjoy the gift or miss the intimate relationship that is found in faithful, fervent, and faith-filled prayer. But God is gracious, isn't he? He will respond to emergency requests. He, he'll respond to our 911 calls. He'll, he'll respond to our cries, though not necessary in the way that we want him to at times. However, when we pray in such short-sightedness, we limit prayer's potential in our lives. Well, join us as our host, pastor, teacher, author, Taryn Gaddis, expounds on this very subject of praying and what it truly is. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Learn to Pray. I'm your host, pastor, teacher, author, Taryn Gaddis. As we continue our journey, we can all agree that one of the first things that we're told to do as new believers in Christ Jesus is to pray. When we are going through dark seasons, we're told to pray. If we are in need of God to intervene in our human existence, we're told to pray. But what is prayer? I'm sure that you know that prayer is important for our lives as Christians. But let's be real. It's not always easy to pray. And we don't always want to pray. Prayer can be a even bigger challenge when we don't know how to pray. In some circles, prayer seems almost like a Christian competition of who's more holy and who's more spiritual and who's more connected to God. It can seem impossible when we hold ourselves to others people's standards when it comes to prayer. But thankfully, that's not what prayer is about. So if it isn't, then what is prayer? I want to use the next few episodes to try to shine a light on this question. What is prayer? We're admonished to do it. We are instructed to do it. We are 
We're even promised an answer if we do it. But what is prayer? Prayer is not playing magical games. It's not spinning prayer wheels. It's not reading off a list. It's not asking or asking for things to be done. Prayer is a priceless, precious, and personal gift. Sadly, many of us rarely enjoy the gift or miss the intimate relationship that is found in faithful, fervent, and faith-filled prayer. Prayer is more than just talking to God. A 19th century Danish philosopher, poet, and theologian, Soren Kingard wrote, a man prayed, and at first he thought that prayer was talking, but he began became more and more quiet until the end he realized that prayer was listening. I really love that quote. A man prayed, and at first he thought that prayer was talking but he became more and more quiet until in the end, he realized that prayer was listening. The more we immerse ourselves in the sacred scriptures, the Bible, the better our ears attuned to the voice of God, who speaks love over us. Prayer is more than just asking God for stuff. Jesus says, God already knows what we need in Matthew chapter 6. So what then is prayer? The Bible has many things to say about the subject of prayer. Prayer is our way of communicating our thoughts and needs and desires to him. Another says that prayer is an avenue that God has provided for the believer of uh, the believer of making known the deepest feelings of our hearts. Someone else wrote that prayer becomes a personal dialogue with God, a spiritual breathing of the soul, a foretaste of the bliss of God's kingdom. I believe prayer is our direct line to heaven. Prayer is a communication process that allows us to talk to God. Today, Cell phones and other devices like that has become uh, a necessity for most people who live in our, in, in our world today. We have Bluetooth devices. We have smartphones. Amazon has its Alexa and Google has its assistant. Apple has its Siri. And now we have computers that take dictation. And these all are means of communicating communication that allows two or more people to interact, discuss, and respond to one another. But what is prayer? Prayer is simply pleading, pleading to God, looking for his direction in the name of Jesus Christ. Prayer is expressing ourselves to a loving Heavenly Father. And in prayer, our spirit communicates with God either through words spoken, or even in thoughts. God wants us to speak to him. We may come to him with our kindness and come to him with thanksgiving and come to him with requests and even come to him with 
disappointment. But as I said earlier, I want to use the next few episodes to talk about what is prayer. And in this particular episode, I want to use the remaining of our time and just share with you that prayer is worship. Prayer is worship. Prayer plays a key role in our worship of God. What are the worship courses that we sing, if not prayers set to music? What are our praise-filled Bible passage or responsive readings that we read aloud on Sunday morning, if it's not prayers recited in, in unison? The Apostle Paul places prayer at the center of Christian discipline of maintaining a continuous spirit of worship. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 and 18 says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for, for you. There are several reasons why prayer plays an enormous role in, in worship. Understanding these reasons can help us maximize the impact of our worship. Prayer today, brothers and sisters, are, is, is worship. Uh, prayer is worship, uh, first of all, because it brings us into the presence uh, of God. Uh, prayer uh, brings us into the presence of God. In Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16, the author Hebrew writes, writes Let us then with confidence draw near. Another translation says, With confidence, confidence come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. His point is that because, Christ, because of Christ's sacrifice, we have direct access to God. Prayer ushers us into the throne room of God. If you don't, if you don't take the moment to absorb the, the implications or the impact of that, we'll never, uh, we cannot or will not fully appreciate the privilege, the power, and the prominence of power. Prayer grants us a personal audience with God, the one uh, who created the universe, the, the one who parted the Red Sea. It grants us a personal audience with the one who kept Daniel safe in the lion's den. It, it gives us a personal audience with the one who, who sent a great fish to swallow Jonah, the one who sacrificed his only son, Jesus, and, and the one who raised him from the dead. Prayer, brothers and sisters, is an astonishing opportunity when you think about it. So we must think about it. What is prayer? Prayer is, is worship. For the best result, the boldness that the author of Hebrews recommends for us to approach God in prayer should be mixed with a deep sense of awe and appreciation. Prayer, it, it, it leads us and it brings us into the presence of God. Prayer is worship because it directs us to focus our attention on God. Uh, understanding who we're talking about in, in prayer brings about a spirit of worship. 
what a privilege it is to uh, what 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 great help it is to to help keep our priorities straight when we pray when we understand that prayer is worship the first fruits of our prayers belong to god doesn't it uh, ideally when then the, the bulk of our energy and passion and creativity will will go toward praising god and thanking him for the work in our lives and in the world around us. The psalmist offers a, a master class in extolling the virtue of God as it relates to worship. As we are praying, we ought to be, it ought, we ought to direct our focus on, on God. Psalms 3 and 3 says, But you, O Lord, are a shield about me, my glory, and the lifter of my head. Another translation says, and the one who lifts up my head. <laughs> Prayer is, is worship. Uh, Psalm 71 and 75 and 1 says, we, we give you thanks, O God. We give thanks for your name is near. We recount your wondrous deeds. Psalms 145 verse 8, one of my favorite passages of all the Bible says the the Lord is gracious and merciful and the translation said and full of compassion slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love we can draw from these examples and uh, or use our own experience and creativity to place our primary focus on God when we pray and so if prayer is worship we ought to turn our attentions to him that when we're when we are praying we ought to turn to him and direct our attention to him another thing that prayer helps us to do is it helps us to recognize our place and our purpose often when we turn to god in prayer it is in response to circumstances in our lives such as medical issues or a broken relationship, a job loss, a sense of helplessness or hopelessness. We pray in times of des desperation and depression, disease, and even death, imploring God to do something on our behalf. More often than not, we, we have a pretty clear idea of what we want God to do. And in those cases, prayer doesn't become is not worship prayer becomes an assignment we, we give god a job and we wait for him to complete it uh, but god is gracious isn't he he will respond to emergency requests he he'll respond to our 911 calls he'll he'll respond to our cries though not necessary in the way that we want him to at times however when we pray in such short-sightedness we limit prayer's potential in our lives. Prayer, in its most potent and most powerful form, is a daily or twice a day or hourly acknowledgement of God's place in our lives and our place in his will. Prayer is worship and, and focusing our attention first on God helps us to maintain a pleasing sense of humanity and obedience to God when we understand that prayer is worship as we 
extol his virtues and and praise him for his power and his wisdom and his love and his ability to to bring ultimate good from every in any situation we can see our circumstances for what they are that is firmly within God's grasp that that I often say to the church where I'm privileged to pastor that while it may be out of your reach it is never out of God's reach the apostle Paul understand understood what it meant to recognize our place relative to God in prayer in Acts 2 uh, Acts chapter 20 I'm sorry Acts chapter 20 verse 36 tells us this and when he had said these things talking about Paul that he knelt down and prayed with them Paul's kneeling posture reminds him that he approached God as a servant and a beggar later on as we continue how to learn learn to pray we're going to talk about the postures of prayer but in this in Acts chapter 20 verse 36 Paul kneels and that kneeling posture reminded him Paul that he was approaching God as a servant and as a beggar we should approach him in the same way that when we pray it ought to, it our prayers ought to be worshiped to God even if we don't have the opportunity to kneel physically uh, when we pray our hearts should be bowed to God seeking his purpose and not our own prayer is worship uh, lastly because it aligns our hearts with God the most profound example of seeking God's purpose in prayer comes from you guessed it Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior in the Garden of Gethsemane just that scene just before he's arrested Jesus felt the full weight of what he was about to endure and he began to pray by saying uh, oh my father if it is possible let this cup pass from me the English Standard tra translation says and going a little further uh, he fell on his face and he prayed saying my father if it be possible let this cup pass from me I like the message translation to this verse it says my father if there is any way to get me out of this it was certainly an understandable request isn't it for someone who w was being pushed to the limits of human endurance but it's just how Jesus ends the prayer that resonates with us as we ought to pray to align ourselves up with God's will. Here's what Jesus says in his agony, in, in, in his anguish plea with the Father. He uses these words, nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Mr. Translation says, but, but please, not what I want, but what you want. I love that. That even in his most voluntary and vulnerable state, Jesus' first priority is to align his will with God. 
Our aim must be to follow his lead in prayer. If prayer is to be worshiped, we must align ourselves uh, up with the will of God. We're not trying to twist God's will. We're trying to align ourselves up with God's will. And so after we pour our hearts out to God, it is essential that we pray in effect, no matter how urgent or important these things seem to be to me, God, they pale in comparison to the urgency and importance of your will. That is my first priority. And this is the confidence that we have. If we ask anything according to his will, we know that he hears us. And because we know that he hears us, we know that we will have our request granted to us. On today's episode, pastor, teacher, author, Taryn Gaddis reminded us of three very important things pointing us back to the fact that prayer is worship. Prayer brings us into the very presence of God. Prayer also directs us to focus our attention on God. And finally, prayer aligns our hearts with God. While God promised to answer our prayers, whether they be 911 calls or even our attempts to get out of jail free, God really desires that we commune with Him in prayer as a form of worship, recognizing who He is as our omnipotent God, our omnipresent God, and our omniscient God. Thank you for joining us this week for Learn to Pray. We pray that something has been said to encourage your heart, but also challenge you to develop a deeper, more relevant prayer life. Now listen in on some final words from our host and a closing prayer. Matthew says, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and, and that is it ought to be our first priority. That is the essence of worship and the essence of prayer. If we want to see breakthrough in our lives and in the lives of others, in the lives of our family and friends, then this is the time to enter into deep level of worship. When you and I come boldly to God's throne to work in worship, uh, he gives us his plan and he gives us his strategies for our lives here on earth. And there's no way that we can walk in peace and power and in the perfect plan uh, that God has for us without a lifestyle of worship. God knows what he's doing here on earth. We may not know it, but God knows exactly what he is doing on earth. He, he can make sense of it if we would just use prayer and understand that prayer is first of all worship. 
he makes sense of the things that are happening those things that he can show us the way to get through challenges he can show us the way to make it through the storm he can show us the way to get through the valley he can strengthen us in prayer and give us the key during the season of worship that unlocks the path before us and bring glory into our situation here on earth we need to un understand brothers and sisters that first of all that prayer is is worship prayer is worship because prayer brings us in to the god's presence prayer directs us our focus on god and prayer aligns our hearts with god not only is prayer worship but prayer is warfare the prayer ought to go up to God as worship but it ought to go down as warfare to the enemy can I pray for you let's pray together Lord we choose to to praise and worship you today you know how to break through the difficulties in our lives we choose not to be overwhelmed with our circumstances, but instead, we choose to behold your beauty and greatness. We choose to say, blessed be your name. You are our victorious God, and we will praise your name and proclaim your salvation day after day. We will declare your glory among the nations, your marvelous deeds among all the people we will sing to the lord a new song teach us father to ascend to your throne room in worship and then descend back into the harvest field here on earth praying and warring for victory in every area of our lives help us to have a lifestyle of worship thanking you in every situation we believe that worshiping you is the key to breakthrough in every area of our lives we believe in the power of worship and we believe that there's power in worshiping you we know that the truth dwells in our worshiping hearts we offer you a sacrifice of praise right now Bless be the name of the Lord, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you and God be with you. It is our honor to be able to help to shape your ideas of prayer as we learn to pray together. We'll see you next time.